What's up, world? Welcome back to another episode of Just Grow It, the podcast. I'm your host, Big City Gardener, and today we are talking about in-ground beds, okay? We're going to talk about what they are, the pros and the cons associated with growing in this way. Now, before we get started, I have to give you this disclaimer right here. I am biased. I love in-ground beds. I think there's nothing better than in-ground beds. I think they're the best looking beds. They may not be the best professional or most professional looking beds. That is always going to be raised beds probably out of cedar or something. But I just have a bias towards these beds. Probably has to do with the first gardening beds that I remember. They were in-ground beds. It has to do with the fact that a lot of the people that I learned a lot about gardening from, they gardened in in-ground beds. It also has to do with the fact that I believe that you just get this crazy connection to the earth, to the soil, to the planet from in-ground beds. All right, so now that I said that, it is time to get started. What exactly is an in-ground bed? Well, an in-ground bed is a gardening bed that uses the native soil or the soil that comes from that area, that space, all right? So even if we think about farms that have long rows of mounded soil, all of that mounded soil was already in that farming space. All they did was mound it together. So it doesn't matter that it's elevated six to eight inches off the ground. It is still an in-ground bed. All right. So let's get into the pros associated with in-ground beds. The first pro is that you do not have to bring in more soil. Okay, with in-ground beds, we're using the native soil that's already there. All we have to do is amend the soil, first test the soil, then amend it properly, and we're good to go. So it saves you money right there. Another pro is we don't have to actually physically construct the beds out of other materials. So we don't have to go and buy bricks or cinder blocks or cedar wood or pressure treated wood, whatever kind of wood you would use, you don't have to buy any of this. Again, we're saving money. So I would say that in-ground bed gardening is a more practical, more cost-effective way to get started gardening. Another pro is that in-ground beds are less permanent, right? We don't have to build any structures. We don't have to build any beds. So anytime we change our mind on the possible layout or better yet, where we're placing these beds, it is a lot easier to make these changes with in-ground beds than it is with raised beds. Also, with in-ground beds, we are able to adapt to our situation a little bit more. And by that, I mean you're able to fit beds into nooks and crannies that you may not be able to get a raised bed in. Now, while I love raised beds because they give you the ability to grow in places where you may not be able to grow, to grow in places that lack soil like rooftops or balconies or things like that, they're not always the easiest to fit into awkward spaces. So that is definitely a plus for in-ground beds. Another pro with in-ground beds is that they require less water. If you've listened to any of the previous episodes on raised beds or even container gardening, you'll hear me say that those raised beds and containers will need more water than an in-ground bed. And that is because there is not as much space to basically hold on to excess moisture. 
right? So therefore, we have to be continuously or constantly adding water or watering our beds or our containers. But with in-ground beds, the whole ground can get saturated. And then the roots for our plants can kind of search out in different directions until they find the water that they're looking for. Another pro with in-ground beds is that there are no boundaries, okay? So you can plant anything anywhere, And I believe that with in-ground beds, we're able to take advantage of more plantable square feet than you are whenever it comes to raised beds. Because even if you have mounded beds and then you have walkways in between, the roots for our plants are able to work their way over into the walkway, right? Find more nutrients, find more water. And you're just, in my opinion, like I said, able to plant more space, more area. Another pro This ties back into the less startup cost is that you're able to grow larger scale gardens for less amount of money. All right. And I mean, depending on what your end goal is for gardening or why you even started your garden, that could be extremely attractive to you. Another pro is that it is easier to install drip irrigation or just any irrigation in in in-ground beds than it is to install them in raised beds or containers, right? Because it's just easier to work with a flat surface that is already at, uh, you know, the, the ground level as opposed to having to run our pipes up through and into raised beds. Now, while these pros all sound great, nothing is only positive, right? There are definitely cons associated with everything. So let's get into the cons of in-ground beds. So I'd say that in-ground beds tend to warm up slower than raised beds. But the catch here is if you don't live in an area further north in America that doesn't really experience you know, drastically cold temperatures or cold temperatures over an extended period of time, then I would say that this con is not really a con. Because down here in Houston, I'm able to plant and grow year round. So my soil is, you know, it's it's usually warm, right? Another con is that kids, rodents, dogs, and all other kinds of pests can destroy your garden if they're in-ground gardens a lot easier than they can with raised beds or containers. So if you have younger kids or dogs, you know, then you may want to consider raised beds over in-ground beds, or you may just have to put up some sort of fence for it. I would say another con of in-ground beds, but it kind of ties in with these rodents and pests is that it's harder to prevent the rodent damage, whether it's moles, gophers, rats. It's harder to prevent that in in in-ground beds than it is with raised beds, because at least with raised beds, we could put some sort of hardware cloth or some sort of chain link or even just more wood underneath the bottom of the bed to stop it or to stop or hinder any of these rodents or pests from getting into our garden. Now, I said a pro is that these in-ground beds can hold more water or you have to water them less frequently. That is also a con if you live in an area that can get heavy rainfall and is susceptible to, I don't want to say drowning, but is susceptible to flooding, all right? Because in-ground beds hold more water, if you live in an area that tends to flood, hey, you could easily flood and drown your crops. So keep that in mind as well. Another con is that 
Look, we're amending the native soil, and sometimes when we amend soil, it takes a lot longer than it would to just go out and purchase brand new top-tier soil. That is a con. But I would say that that's also a perk, right? Because this is a way for us, gardening in my opinion, is a way for us to, to connect or better yet reconnect with nature. So sometimes bringing in truckloads of soil to me is almost like, it's almost as if I'm not helping the earth, all right? And when I garden, I want to help the earth because the earth is helping me and giving me back this nutrient-dense food. So I want to improve the soil that is around me as opposed to just come and purchasing soil and placing that soil there. It's like, you know, I'm giving the earth something and the earth is giving me something in return. You know, we're doing something for each other here. Another con with in-ground beds is that when we first start or set up our in-ground beds, they will tend to have more weeds or deal with more weed pressure than raised beds. And that's because in the native soil, in our soil, it is already full of weed seeds and grass seeds and all sorts of stuff. So the second we get to tilling the soil, the second we get to moving the dirt around, then a lot of our seeds or these weed seeds will germinate. But an easy way to stop that is to make sure that we mulch. Mulch around our garden bed, mulch our garden bed. Yeah, man, go take a listen to the episode on mulching, the Just Grow a Podcast episode on mulching. And you'll see why mulching is so important. But that's an easy way to get around one of the problems that is associated with in-ground beds. So there's just a few options or a few things to keep in mind on in-ground beds, the pros and the cons. Now, I'm not going to sit here and tell you one is better than the other, but I will tell you that I personally like in-ground beds more than I like raised beds. But that's just my own personal preference. All right. I'll also say a con for in-ground beds is they're not as accessible as raised beds. And by that, I mean, if you have any sort of physical disabilities or limitations, then, you know, in-ground beds, you're going to have to bend over and get down to the soil to get down to the plants. So it could kind of stop some people from wanting to garden or being able to garden. But at the same time, it can also help keep you limber and keep you moving, keep you mobile, all right? Because you have to bend down to access all the plants. One other thing I will add is that in-ground beds are a great way to get started gardening. It's my favorite way to get started gardening because they are so cost effective. So anybody looking to set up a community garden, first I applaud you. I think community gardens are dope and amazing places when used properly. But anybody looking to set up a new community garden, don't think that you have to go raised beds first. Think about give in-ground beds a chance. Give them an opportunity to show you what they're capable of. Don't let this Instagram and this social media culture of gardening where everybody has raised beds and all you see is raised beds. Don't let that make up your mind for you. All right. Learn about the differences between the two and see which one fits your growing style and your situation better. That's all I have for today. Yes, yeah, it, man. Thank you for tuning in. You know what to do. Like, comment, tell a friend or two. And until the next time we speak or see each other, don't forget to just grow it. Peace. Before I let you go, I need you to do more than one thing. First, I need you to like, comment, subscribe to the podcast. Second, I need you to tell a friend or two about the show if you enjoyed it. And 
If you have anybody you think I need to talk to, I should interview, send the name over, put it in the comments, or send me an email, igrow at Big City Gardener. And check me out, man, on Instagram and on all social media platforms, Big City Gardener. We out. Oh, almost forgot. Just grow it.